0: Welcome to Inside Monster Jam powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan, and we are on location in the broadcast booth at Angel Stadium at the Superstar Challenge, where Team Neon just had a thrilling 189 to 163 win over Team Nitro. And I am joined by Team Neon captain Kristen Anderson and the MVD, most valuable driver of the Superstar Challenge, Tristan England. Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, and congratulations on a big win.
1: Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited to be here. It was an awesome night for me.
0: Uh, A lot of a lot of crazy things happened. We'll get to that. But first, I want to talk to you as a team captain. What did you find the the, the most difficult thing for you to do? Because it's a different ballgame for you having to strategize and put team members in certain places.
1: Oh, well, there was definitely a lot of thought process going into choosing the team in general. But then when it came down to creating a racing bracket and, and comparing times of everybody in practice and watching how they were reacting to this track and making sure that we were lining people up the right way. And, uh, also the freestyle order was pretty nerve wracking too, because it it was, it was tough. It was, it was a crazy field. There was a lot of heavy hitters out there and I wasn't, I knew kind of exactly where I wanted people, but then it started falling all into place and it worked out for me.
0: Uh, Tristan, this this track throughout the night, I kept calling unforgiving because it just seemed like anytime anybody made even the slightest mishap, you had to pay dearly for it. And you were out there for three competitions. What what was your opinion of the track as it progressed throughout the night?
2: Man, racing first off the bat, it was exciting. It's fun. It's so many different turns. It's a challenge, and I love a good challenge. And so coming out here to the Superstar Challenge, it was amazing. And like Tristan was saying, it's the best of the best out here. So you have to be on your mark each and every time that you hit the dirt. And we tried our best, man. We went out there, and we got the first-round win. I felt comfortable. And then one of my teammates, Colt Stevens, he was fast, man. He was bad fast, and I was so happy for him. He got the win over me, but then we went on to the best trick. We kind of fumbled there, but we still did well enough to keep the momentum for freestyle. Coming out for freestyle to see this track, didn't even know what it was going to look like yeah. before we came out on the dirt. So there's one aspect of it. I didn't even know what the jumps were actually going to do. So I'm just going out there. It's not a Hail Mary. It's just trying to be as technical as I could and try to feel my clock. And the flip I had, it barely came back down. And, you know, we were able to make one more run at it. But still, the truck, it was beat. Well, the last time we had the over-under track in Orlando, you made
0: it to the semis and racing. So what were the differences between that track at Camping World Stadium and the track here at Angel Stadium?
2: Well, for one, the over-under gap. I mean, it's, it's so much more, it's shorter. You don't have to force it as much to get over it. But some people were playing that and it almost looked like you were going to hit them going down the straight because they were checking up to give themselves a better presentation for the next corner coming off of that over under. So um, I typically just like to get over, you check your brakes, and then that kind of sets everything up to turn. And then you just kind of get in there and hope for the best because that other guy in the other lane, he's driving just as hard as you are. And you have to be on your marks, just like I said earlier. And the left lane dominated. Once again, practice, we saw that domination. I think it was like
0: 10 to 4, 11 to 4, something like that left lane win. So when, when you were picking lanes for your your teammates to, to be in, did that obviously come into play? they you wanted everybody to go in the left lane? Because I know I, I talked to Adam, you know, a, a little bit. He said he didn't care what lane he was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I know some drivers obviously preferred that left lane because they were winning out of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it you know, it's kind of shown true even on the Orlando track for this over-under racing. It seemed like a lot of drivers were gravitating towards they wanted to hit that jump first they wanted to do the over first and i think it's because this style racing out here it's a lot of gathering the truck up and checking it up there's a lot of jumps there's a lot of sharp hairpin turns you can't be too fast and too crazy and wild out here and so it it was definitely the more favorable lane this weekend it held up a lot better and i think a lot of people just wanted to get that jump out of the way so they didn't have to gather the truck up so hard um and it, it worked out i mean it stayed true all the way to the end
0: you, you and Barty had a chance to really tip the scales in the racing bracket, but it seemed like you evened everybody out. Well, what was the strategy in, in doing that? Because there were, there were no lopsided matchups at all from what I saw in the bracket.
1: Yeah, I wanted everybody uh, from my side anyways, I wanted everybody to come in feeling like a team and feeling confident and feeling comfortable in their competitor. I didn't want anybody to be sweating anybody else too bad and, you know, kind of like get their spirits down a little bit. So, you know, whenever me and Barry were coming up with the bracket and we were thinking about it, I was like, I'd love to see some very tight racing out here today people that were really evenly matched i don't want to see anybody get blown out so uh i thought it was great racing it was amazing for team neon
2: yeah you, you thought your matchup was pretty good what, what you paid absolutely i mean to go against armando castro we've came up in the arena series together and seeing how much he's progressed in the stadium series and the runs that he's doing he is getting bad fast so going up against him i knew it was going to be a great matchup but I had all the confidence in the right lane because I was more worried about getting the jump at the second because I like to come in and coast down that second hit. That's just me. I like to get a little wild, but uh, we didn't go fast enough in the second round, but Hey, it's all right.
0: All right we're going to get to the best trick competition next more with Kristen and Tristan at angel stadium next on inside monster jam powered by Lucas oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm joined by Kristen Anderson and Tristan England from the winning team at the Superstar Challenge Team Neon. Let's talk about the, the comments you made at the desk. We were talking about how all week long you felt like everybody was saying Team Nitro, Team Nitro, Team Nitro. I, I got that feeling as well. Now, there were some predictions on MonsterJam.com. Did you check those out from some, you know, big names in, in Monster Jam? There were predictions on there who they thought would. Did, did you ever see that at all? I've
1: seen a few of them, yeah. All right,
0: well, I'm, I'm going to read you one right now because there was one. That pick, Team Neon, out of everybody on there, one, I'm going to summarize it. it. says, I think Team Neon will walk out of Angel State and victorious because Kristen Anderson knows a thing or two about winning championships. Team Neon has two reigning World Finals champions, a Colt Stevens and Tristan England, to balance out the competitions. Todd LaDuke hungry to bounce back from a season. Cam DeMurphy at the home of Spin Master, and Chris Kohler and Jamie Sullivan, two top rookies. When you combine all these drivers, it brings the perfect winning recipe to the Neon side at the Superstar Challenge. Now, that person was right. Who do you think that was?
1: Um, I don't know. Who was it? That was me. <laughs> all right. I
0: put all my eggs in the basket <laughs> of Team Neon. All night, Adam saying, oh, Team Nitro, Team Nitro. Yeah. And I said, no, man, I feel it. And after racing, it was like, you guys just, you came out and made the whole side of the bracket was Team Neon. And then it was like the the only Nitro Nitro matchups with Tyler. And so you knew you were going to have three out of the four in the semifinals. Uh, so before we, we, we get to the best trick, I do want to go back to racing real quick. What What was the decision between putting... Adam with Tyler?
1: Uh, it was because I know, you know, I, I was saying it at Pit Party is. Tyler's been around for a little while, but he's very new school. And Adam is very old school. Tyler will crack under pra- pressure. Adam does not. And so I was thinking that Adam was going to come in here and teach Tyler, the new kid, a thing or two. And I also thought it would be cool to see Gravedigger versus Gravedigger. They both had yeah. really cool body schemes and everything. But I really thought that Adam was going to get Tyler's number because he, Adam makes Tyler very nervous. So that was where I was at. And, with that.
0: and Tyler historically hasn't done well here yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, prior to last year, it was like his kryptonite. Um, All right, well, racing was was great for you. You took a a big lead coming out. Then we go to best trick, which you're competing in. So you got to pick three drivers to compete in that competition. So how did you come about picking those three, which were Adam, Tristan, and Camden?
1: You have to go with, you know, your heaviest hitters in that competition. I've been on... Several tours with Tristan, I know that he is absolutely 100% no slouch in a two-wheel skills competition, and I have full faith in Adam that I could put him in all three events and he would show up, and I felt the same way about Cam. And so uh, that's kind of like what went into my thought process when I was picking these guys. I was like, these guys are going to come out here. They're going to do something extremely technical, but something very crazy.
0: Yeah, and it started out a, a little slow because we, we were getting some, some failed attempts. So Tristan, how, how much... Uh, thought that you put into what you were going to do because it it looked like what you were going to do was going to be really cool Uh, but again like a, a lot of the other drivers in the competition it's just the track didn't allow it to happen the way you wanted to
2: going into it i had a complete crazy trick set up to do i've never done a tombstone before so i was like might as well get my attempt right here uh so i gave a little too much sauce on it in the reverse and then once i caught it i hesitated too long and it got away from me but we were going to do something pretty cool, but I'm just going to have to save it for another event.
1: Honestly, I was I was saying, I was like, props on you for being able to grab that because the truck actually jumped up and it came back down on the nose. Yeah. And I was like, he got that gathered up yeah. still pretty yeah. good. Still haven't had time to watch it.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> you will get to watch it right here on MAP TV.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> uh, Krista, did everybody come to you on your team to talk about what they were going to do? Um, and Tristan said he did, but Adam did as well. And Camden came to you and kind of thought this out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, if, uh, Tristan and Camden were very eager to come and talk to me, I feel like Adam really didn't love being <laughs> bossed around by yeah. his uh his little sister being his manager this weekend. So I was like, "Adam, what are you going to do?" And he's like, "I'm just going to do what I'm going to do." And I'm like, Stop. "There's no INT, Adam." you know, but there isn't yeah, me. was Adam. So I finally got it out of him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, we walked the track, I went down there and I was weighing a lot of the options with the boys, you know, like what the things that Camden was thinking. And I was like, all right, Cam, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to think about X, Y, and Z over here. And where are you going to land and this and that. And so it was, it was a lot of strategy. We probably down there for a good 45 minutes, yeah. just talking about best trick.
0: Did you know, Tristan, after that competition that you had a shot at being the most valuable driver?
2: Not a shot. Not a chance. I didn't know anything. I went out there for freestyle. And to be honest, the nerves were through the roof. Yeah. And then once I got out on the floor and I could see all the fans and you feel that you feel that atmosphere once you hit the dirt, I was ready to go. I was ready to just have fun and make that thing fly. So I just went out there, stuck with what I know. And uh I don't know where we ended up in freestyle. I think we got third. Yeah, Yeah, so that's amazing. I'm still stunned by all of it. I cannot believe that we got MVD, but it was teamwork, all of it. And that's what it's all about, especially right here today.
0: That's crazy. Tyler sweeps it and then walks home uh, without the team trophy and the most valuable driver. So it's all about teamwork here. Coming up, we're going to get to freestyle with Kristen Anderson and Tristan England. Stay right where you are. More Inside Monster Jam is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam Powered by Lucas Oil. I am joined by the winning members of Team Neon, Kristen Anderson and Tristan England. We are here on location at Angel Stadium after the Superstar Challenge. So we've talked through two competitions. Let's talk about freestyle. Again, you had to select the order. And I don't know how much cohesion you and Bari had between you know what, where you're going to put your players, but obviously it worked out great for you. Um, how, how did that come about with knowing where to place your your teammates?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I've been... I've been watching Monster Jam for a very long time. I've been competing here at Monster Jam for the last seven years. And so I've gotten to see an everybody that was on the field today, freestyle a handful of times for sure. So I knew kind of what level of talent that we were going to be bringing or how people were going to be feeling coming into the event. And so me and Bari agreed that we really wanted freestyle to just keep elevating and keep heating up and keep heating up. I don't know why he put Tyler out as early as he did, but it was, uh, it it was, that's kind of like where my thought process went into it. And that's why I really wanted someone like Chris Kohler to come out and set the bar. And because I know that Chris is fearless and this is a very unique track that none of our teammates have seen before. I've never driven on a track like this before, at least freestyled on it. And so I didn't really know what to expect. A lot of the ramps out there looked aggressive, you know? So I was like, Chris is going to go out here. He's going to let it all hang out. He's a Kohler. He doesn't care. He'll hit every ramp out there wide open if he has to. And then he'll probably hold the lead up there for a long time and also our teammates are going to get to see what they have to expect so that's why i wanted to send chris out there because i knew he was a confident driver he could do it that was
0: a great move he had a good run mm-hmm. like solid run and he was up there for a while and uh, tristan you get to come out on the track did you get to watch anybody back there at all i didn't know what the monitor situation was oh like. my
2: goodness i watched all my teammates yeah. that went before me lindsey reed had a crazy cartwheel across double the cartwheel <laughs> i double didn't know how cartwheel. did i need to go out there and do that you yeah. know i'm thinking that in my head i'm like what do i do next? Uh, just anything that anybody was doing it was crazy because like kristen was saying it's a track that none of us have seen before and i even tried to come out and walk it before we even started freestyling we had zero time we had to get back off the floor so i i'm sitting there going what what am i gonna do scott you know what is what's going through my head i have no idea so i just went out there and like i said the atmosphere of the people man they calmed me down but they gave me all the adrenaline pump and this is what i love about stadium running right here it gets my blood boiling in a good way and I cannot wait to make the dump truck fly man I shook things up and it was fun and I didn't think I was going to have as much of a blast as I did out there on that track
0: how how were you feeling with the fans when you got out of the truck because I was up here with the headphones on I couldn't really hear I know they were cheering their butts off for you but how was that atmosphere for you on the truck when you got out
2: well, when you take your stilo off your helmet, yeah. you can actually hear the crowd better. Yeah. <laughs> they're still, they're so loud. Yeah. And you want to talk about shaking things up. Yeah. These people are electric and the whole place was shaken. So I was pumped up. You know, it may not have been as fancy as some gravedigger driver, but I came out here, man, and
0: I shook it up. Yeah, you got the trophy, man. So you did shake it up. Let's talk about Adam's run because up to that point, it looked like Team Nitro didn't stand a chance. And then all he has to do is come out and hit 90 seconds, hit one minute, and couldn't do either one of those. I know the truck broke, and he was going for something vicious, but would you say anything to him afterwards?
1: Uh, You know, I was after, you know, he went out there, and he did the reverse backflip, a massive reverse backflip, and landed it in Best Trick. I was like, Adam is here. He has shown up. He is here. And so uh, when he came out really hot in freestyle, I was like, all right, this is what we needed. This is exactly what we needed. And then the truck breaks, and I was like instantly like, (laughs) oh my god this is not happening i'm sorry so uh i i got to say something to him uh a little bit ago and i think he's uh, a little sore he's a little sore about it yeah he's a little sore about it because adam he he's uh he is a showman at heart and he loves anaheim i know that he wanted to come out here and absolutely throw down for everybody and he had all of the ingredients to do it he came out hot
0: were you sweating a little bit when Ryan came out to to close the show? Because I, I said on the air tonight, I th- feel like Ryan is the best closer mm-hmm. in, in Monster Jam. In this stadium, he's won more than anybody else in history. So th- it was like that Hollywood ending for Team Nitro. I didn't know what the points theory, uh, the standings were at that point, but I felt like if anybody was going to tip that scale, it would have been him. And then he comes out almost the same results as, as Adam.
1: Yeah, I was holding my breath. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I... Lo- I... I love my brother. I want to see him do good. I just did not want to see him do great tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and Tristan, obviously you're sitting there in third, so you got a podium uh, chance for a podium finish. At what point does it really start setting in for you that I got a shot at this MVD thing, man? I'm going to take a little more hardware home to Texas.
2: Man, if I could just be completely honest, I did not even look at the score when i got done with my run because i was so excited to see my team neon teammates and we were just excited to be around each other because we just got done with this insane freestyle track the insane event of superstar challenge we survived so we we get to go out there we get our popcorn ready we go watch adam and ryan and it's going down to the nitty-gritty like that we're pumped we're pumped regardless of the outcome but hey we got trophies that's pretty Pretty sweet sweet. they gave you popcorn back there that's pretty cool i'm not
0: letting you know my secrets (laughs) we get that up here um uh, so yeah congratulations you got it was amazing and and to see that team atmosphere up at the desk everybody was so happy for each other and we saw that back in 2019 at the all-star challenge but i feel like this was a a tighter knit group it was a more selective group a smaller group did that did that have any difference in the camaraderie that it was a smaller amount of drivers
1: yeah i think i think it definitely did i think uh scaling the the field down a little bit and all of us drivers i mean i know that we compete head to Head with each other constantly, week in and week out. But there's camaraderie here. We all love each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when we, we, I loved the team that I picked. It was it was great. And uh, I, I feel like also something that we bonded over was the fact that people were hating on Team Neon so yeah, hard. Yeah, I know. They, everybody like, said me, though. Yeah, everybody except you. So <laughs> I appreciate you. I'm going to keep saying that. No.
0: I appreciate you guys making me look good. Coming up, we're going to wrap it up here in Anaheim with Tristan England and Kristen Anderson. So stay right where you are. The conclusion of Inside Monster Jam Power by Lucas Oil is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan, joined by Kristen Anderson and Tristan England. As we wrap up the Superstar Challenge here in Anaheim during the break, uh, we had a very irate Adam Anderson, uh, who's obviously not very happy with me holding you here uh, past the time you should be here. So I will have to call Adam on Monday and apologize. But uh, let's talk about highlights for you. What was your highlight of the weekend here in Anaheim?
1: Uh, I would have to say, I mean, it it made me so proud to see Team Neon do so great in racing. When, like, the first four trucks came out and it was neon, neon, neon. I just looked over at Bari and I was like, it's (laughs) over, buddy. It is over. So that was a good highlight for me. And also seeing my friends come out here and do so good. There were so many great freestyles, so many awesome wow moments. I'm so happy for Lindsay Reed. She was so nervous coming into this weekend, having to fill in for Cynthia right now. she's a brand new truck brand new seat, brand new track, brand new fire suit, brand new everything. And I felt like she was, she had this monkey on her back in, in practice. And so to come out here and and do her Lindsay Reed thing and and do that crazy cartwheel and come out on the other side, I was like, girl, you got it.
0: Yeah, no, she she killed that. And I, I know she was very nervous. I talked to her as well. It's, it's a new truck, a new new sight points, new vision, new everything. And I know she said when she got in it, it was a little wonky for her, but she, she filled in and that double cartwheel was probably one of the best things we saw all night. So Trista, for you, what was the highlight for you for the weekend?
2: Man, the highlight, I'm going to have to say the MVD trophy. I mean, uh, I didn't think it was going to happen. We all got together. We knew that we won as a team, and that that was enough for me. And then the emotions come in, and everybody— I don't know anything about that. God dang it, Scott. (laughs) You make me cry all the time, man. I'm not doing it today. I'm not doing it today, man. (laughs) No, but I got very emotional, and it's it's just because I love what I do so much, and I put everything I have into it each and every weekend, and— I get to play with those spin master trucks. When my son crash every week. So I have no off time and I love it.
0: Well, it's, it's that recognition, you know, is that it, when, when you, you get the accolades I know you're a very humble person but when you even with you when you win a series it's it's an emotional moment you feel like you you've arrived you've earned that respect you've earned that right to be here and you've earned everything that you worked so hard for
1: it really is Scott. i mean like being a monster jam driver it it, it is a battle it feels like you are in a ufc fight all the yeah. time just trying to earn your space prove it to the fans prove it to yourself prove it to the officials of monster jam you know and then when you when you have those moments where you win something or you get some kind of accolade and all the pressure just just relieves off your chest and you're like, I finally did it.
0: Yeah. I want to talk to you about Todd LeDuc. We haven't talked about him yet. He was your first pick on your team. He, he's coming off what, what I think was probably the, the, the most down year of his career uh, where he finished fifth on the series and, and was just kind of up and down for most of the year. He came out strong tonight and made it to the finals in racing and even had a good strong showing in freestyle as well. Uh, what, what do you expect out of Todd at least for this year, because he was your first pick. So obviously you have a lot of faith in him to perform. And I feel like this is going to be a bounce back year for here. And it started, it started tonight.
1: Yeah. I, I, I never lost faith in Todd LaDuke. I know that he is, I've seen him when he was way back and driving metal militia, driving crazy out there. He beat the, Socks off my dad. Beat the socks off my brothers and everything. So I got a lot of respect for Todd, and I knew that he had the guts and the moxie to come out here and do what needs to be done. And I had faith in him from the very beginning.
0: Tristan, you've driven Megalodon before, and Todd shifted into Megalodon, which is is really when you know he, he str- started struggling. Do you think it had anything to do with with the vision in that truck? I know it's a lot
2: different. I think it's the vision, you know, for some people. But Todd LeDuc is a world champion, yeah. like it that guy could get behind the wheel of anything and drive anything. He's, he's like some of us other drivers, man. But he's, he's a guy that we still look up to. He's one of the best of the best. And talking about a slouch, he ain't no slouch coming out here, right. especially to Anaheim, California. He's had really good years right here in Anaheim. And so for him to come out, I was thrilled to be on the same team as him because I have never beat Todd LeDuc in a race, but at world finals, I got him in the second round. And that was a highlight for me yeah. and with me and Todd, but For him to come out here he showed out in racing i thought he had it and uh, i was a little bummed out that he lost but i'm still proud of that guy because he almost had it. that was a great show and he
0: he started your team off on the right note and and you never took your foot off the gas chris and you were you were vicious out there and you did it you won the thing congratulations to you on captaining the winning team i'm sure you're ready to get back behind the wheel and drive And, and tristan congratulations on uh, mvd and being on the winning team it's going to Thank be an you. awesome year for both of you i look forward to it and uh, thanks for hanging out with me tonight And i apologize for for keeping you late and i'll tell adam that i'm sorry and i'll send him yeah, some flowers right.
1: we'll apologize to me scott you gotta apologize I, to adam anderson i will I
2: apologize my woman too <laughs> I, I,
0: I that is all the time we have so goodbye from anaheim i look forward to seeing you right here next time on inside monster champ powered by lucas oil